Your NBC Sports Radio update starts now. Camp set to roll in the NFL. I'm Pete Fox. With possible discipline coming from the NFL for Cowboys running back Ezekiel Elliott, Dallas added another ball carrier to their backfield to join Elliott, Darren McFadden, I, uh, and Alfred Morris. 25-year-old veteran Ronnie Hillman, right. who spent time with the Broncos, Vikings, and Chargers. In other news, Patriot fans will be I'll happy be to hear that know. Rob Gronkowski has been given a clean bill of health. Bill Belichick said he will have no limits on his playing time during camp. And in a surprise move, Baltimore Ravens offensive lineman John Urschel, also yeah, known we, as the mathematician, we'll abruptly announced his retirement. Retirement from the league at the age of 26 is coming a couple of days after a CTE study was released. A team source said Urschel's decision was linked to that study. On to baseball, where it's a getaway day. The rubber game between the Nats and Brewers underway in just a few minutes in D.C. Angels will look to salvage one against the Indians in Cleveland. And the Toronto Blue Jays look for a four-game sweep of the A's at Rogers Center. Later at 7.05 Eastern in the Bronx, it's Rays and Yankees. Chris Archer versus CC Sabathia. 7.10 Eastern in Miami, the Marlins will face the Reds. Miami comes in feeling pretty good about themselves after a 22-10 shellacking of the Rangers last night. Stanton went deep for the 33rd time. The 2-0 to Stanton is hit a mile. Long way, left center, way out of here. Giancarlo with his major league leading 33rd of the season. 14-5 Marlins. Marlins Radio Network. Great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com and in 15 minutes you could save 15% or more on car insurance. I'm Pete Fox. This is NBC Sports Radio and the NBC Sports Radio app. Local scores and the top headlines. Now to the Richmond Sports Center. Here's Mitchell Bradley. It is 12.02 live at Washington Redskins training camp where tight end Jordan Reed will start. On the pup list, the surprising news came just a couple of hours after the team finished conditioning at the Bon Secours Training Center on Wednesday. He's joined by linebacker Houston Bait safety D'Angelo Hall and wide receiver Kendall Thompson. The morning walkthrough is over. Full practice this afternoon at 3 o'clock. Live coverage until 6 o'clock on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. The Nationals getting ready to wrap up a series with Milwaukee. That after winning 8-5 on Wednesday night. Ryan Matson picked up the victory. Coverage this afternoon not available on ESPN 950 because of training camp coverage, but we will keep you updated with Richmond Sports Center updates. Squirrels fall 5-3 at the Diamond. They are back at it in the beginning of a four-game series tonight at the Diamond. First pitch is at 6:35. John Rossine of CBS Sports is reporting that Virginia will take on Monmouth. November the 19th. That will be part of the preseason NIT. And former Richmond Spider TJ Klein will play in Turkey this upcoming season after not latching on with an NBA squad. The 2017 Atlantic 10 Conference Player of the Year averaged 18.5 points and just under 8 rebounds per game this past season. You're up to date now on the Richmond Sports Center at 12.03. Mitchell Bradley on ESPN 950 and ESPN950AM.com. You are listening to live exclusive coverage from Washington Redskins Training Camp on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. Today's coverage is brought to you in part by our sponsor of the day, Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue. Just a few blocks from Training Camp. Stop by for award-winning Hickory Smoked Barbecue Ribs Chicken and Signature Pulled Pork Sandwiches. Voted Best Barbecue in the City of Richmond, the State of Virginia, and soon to be the South. 1119 North Boulevard, 8205 West Broad Street, or online at buzzandneds.com. 
Pig out at Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue as we give back 10% of food sales to our Helping Hams charity each Monday. Stop by for Buzz's award-winning hickory smoked baby back beef or mouth-watering spare ribs every Monday night between 6 and 10 p.m. this month. Benefiting the Keep America Beautiful Foundation, whose mission is to engage and unite Virginians to improve our natural and scenic environment. For more information, log on to buzzandneds.com or visit the original Buzz and Neds at 1118 North Boulevard in the Fan or Buzz's newest location at 8205 West Broad Street in the West End. You're listening to live exclusive coverage from Washington Redskins Training Camp on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. We're also streaming live at ESPNRichmond.com and on the ESPN 950 app, available for your Android and iPhone. This is the Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue Midday Show with Matt and Andrew. Buzz and Ned's Wheel Barbecue, just a few blocks from training camp. Stop by for award-winning Hickory Smoked Barbecue Ribs Chicken and Signature Pulled Pork Sandwiches. Voted Best Barbecue in the City of Richmond, the State of Virginia, and soon to be the South. 1119 North Boulevard, 8205 West Broad Street, or online at buzzandneds.com. Good afternoon, everybody, here on ESPN 950, 102.7 FM. I am Matt Josephs alongside Andrew Wiles, taking you up to 2 o'clock here on the show. And we've got a good one coming up here for you. Uh, As you know, if you've been listening to our show uh, for the four or five years that we've done it uh, here, we do uh, opponent previews. Uh, today is week one. <clears throat> oh, man. That's the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, Somebody's so fired up already. Week one. And uh, we will have on a Philadelphia Eagles guest to uh, preview their season and talk about uh, their early issues and things like that. So that's coming up in about uh, 10 minutes or so. Uh, Also, scheduled to join us here on the 10 overlooking the field at 1245, George Wallace of WTOP. Get his thoughts on the morning walkthrough, the issues of the team, and uh, get his thoughts on the Nationals, who are in action right now which we will keep you posted on. Uh, Nats lost two straight to the Brewers, so George Wallace of WTOP will join us at 1245. Uh, We will also replay uh, the Kirk Cousins press conference. This is, uh, as we expected, Kirk Cousins, one of the first people to take to the podium. Uh, After the morning walkthrough, it's the player on the podium. Before the practice in the afternoon, it is the coach. So we will play you uh, Kirk Cousins' appearance uh, at the podium. I mean, listen, uh, there probably was what? one or two questions about his contract, and he is definitely escaping those, as he usually does. He covered everything from his contract to the typical conversation talking point of driving his van to and from training camp. So, yeah, so we'll uh, replay you uh, the Kirk Cousins press conference that uh, just wrapped up. Uh, we will also have uh, at 1.45, scheduled to, hopefully he will make it up here, from the NFL Network, Charlie Casserly, former Redskins uh, general manager, and uh, he was standing on the field, and he was watching the team p- uh, play. So we'll get into a little bit of Redskins with Charlie Cashley and talk to him about training camp and he uh, stories he had when he was uh, with the team uh, involving training camp and uh, just maybe take a few stops around the NFL, ask him how he would have handled the uh, lucky whitehead situation uh, and see about that. So uh, we got some guests and we got some things. We'll also uh, kind of get you a little bit of around the league segment. Uh, Andrew and I will tell you some of the local guys that are in camps that we've got our eyes on and and uh, basically just to give you the latest information, nothing going on right now. If you're heading down the training camp, you still can. Uh, and, uh, you know, you'll sit here in your chair, and uh, there's food here and uh, places for the kids to walk around. So you can still 
come over here in between sessions. It's just there's not much going on. The walkthrough is already over. It was about, what, Andrew, 45, 50 minutes? Yeah, and probably about 30 of it was actual on-field offense, defense, and then you had some special teams as well. Right. So, um, you know, as we've always said, and I know this is like the, the – you could just put this on record and just play it back every year. If you're here, if you want to come watch the team practice, you don't really care about the football itself, come to the morning walkthrough. It's not as hot. Uh, the, the guys still do the helmet walk, uh, still do the uh, autograph thing. Uh, if you're more into the practice part of it, come in the afternoon. That's when they actually do the practice. It's about hour and a half. Usually, hour, hour and a half, usually. Yeah, practice. and usually they kind of divide it up into position groups. And then towards the end of that hour, hour and a half, it's really where you get the full either 7-on-7 seven seven or 11-on-11. 11 11. Right. And if you want to see the actual football part of it at full speed, then you come at that time and then you'll you know, you'll know see the football. And they'll still do the helmet walk afterwards. They'll still be autographed. So there's still plenty of opportunities. The less crowded part and the less hot part, more importantly, is the morning walkthrough. And I think that's important because it's going to be hot the next couple of days. Although I will say day one it's good to kind of see the walkthrough just because you get a grasp of where the depth chart is at least in the coach's mind and then you can kind of finish things out by continuing to watch that progress over the two to three weeks that we are here at training camp and you can see if there are actual any moves on paper for these coaches and changing guys out so there's certain groups and Matt previewed our position battles segment and today we'll be kind of talking generically about those position battles right and the big news of yesterday slash today was the surprising news about uh, Jordan Reed starting out in the pop list it's a toe injury which I mean you know it sounds funny to say oh it's a little tiny toe and it's giving him issues but Jordan Reed's the type of guy that you know he's injury prone and you want to keep him healthy because he is the centerpiece of this offense so um, I, I think that you know it, it in one respect it's bad because you don't want to have one of your main weapons be injured already. But in another respect, it's let's kind of preserve him. Let's not give him a chance to get hurt during camp. Uh, it was it was very shocking, though, yesterday. And I thought it was funny when Jay Gruden was asked about the pup list. Uh, but in the press conference yesterday, he said, yes, there's going to be more players. But he didn't know the answer. And now I kind of know why he didn't want to say it about Jordan Reed and then be dealt with a barrage of questions about Jordan Reed. Well, he procrastinated that line of questioning at least another day because, as we've already said, it was Kirk Cousins on the podium today. So I think the bright side to this, Matt, is the chemistry between Kirk Cousins and Jordan Reed's already there. And with the amount of new tools Kirk has, you could argue that it's more time for those guys to interact and to build some sort of cohesion. But also, without the biggest weapon on the offense out there, it's kind of tough for these guys to know exactly what their role is going to be, how many reps they're going to get. I still think Terrell Pryor is going to turn into one of the bigger weapons on the team just because he's so tall and he's on the outside. But then again, like Matt said, it's just a walkthrough. It's not like they're really missing out too much. I mean, Kirk Cousins is lobbing softballs. Right, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, it's not like he's firing off anything too intense. Uh, 6220950 is the phone number. 6389508 is the text line. Tweet me at midmajormatt at... Uh, what's your uh, Twitter there, Andrew? AWOL ESPN. At AWOL ESPN. And, uh, yeah, we've got a lot to get into. We have our stationary segments that we do every year, the opponent preview, the, the position battles, uh, the around the league segment. And then we've got a couple guests that are stopping by our tent as well. So we've got a lot to get to. Let's take a timeout. Coming up, week one of the NFL season. It's an NFC East battle in Washington, D.C. The Philadelphia Eagles come to town. John Borchard of Bleeding Green Nation will join us next to preview the Philadelphia Eagles. You're listening to ESPN 950, 102.7 FM.
Start the year right with a new Hyundai from Colonial Hyundai. Get the 2016 Tucson with zero down for $199 per month or lease for $199 per month for three years or 36,000 miles. All come with America's best warranty, 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty and Hyundai Assurance. So why wait to drive in style? Come in and see us today at Colonial Hyundai in Chester. Exit 58 off I-95 and at MyColonialHyundai.com. We have credit, three-year, 36,000-mile lease payments based on zero money down. Excludes tax, tax, title, and 499 dealer processing fee. Excludes first month's payment and 595 acquisition fee. Must qualify and dealer retains all rebates. Patient First is currently accepting applications for radiologic technologists, medical laboratory technicians, and technologists and nurses to be part of its medical centers in the greater Richmond area. Reap the rewards of a competitive salary and an extensive benefits package. Apply online at patientfirst.com. Patient First, an equal opportunity employer, has been providing convenient, cost-effective medical care for over 36 years. Learn more at patientfirst.com and change your future today with a new career at Patient First. Now, a sports reflection from Town Bank. The lacing of a Major League Baseball must have precisely 108 stitches, and the circumference must be between 9 and 9 and a quarter inches. Town Bank. This is your town. This is your bank. Equal housing lender member FDIC. The Redskins and Authors Electric are two of Central Virginia's great traditions. As a major supporter of the Richmond community, Authors Electric is excited to welcome the Skins back for training camp. Since 1923, Authors Electric has been the source for outdoor power equipment, lawnmowers, saws, trimmers, and blowers. Authors carries quality brands like Toro, Snapper, Steel, Echo, Skag, and Billy Goat. Repairs the brands they sell, and they stock Briggs & Stratton, Kohler, Tecumseh, and Kawasaki parts. Call Authors Electric at 264 or go to authorselectric.com. Now, a sports reflection from Town Bank. The lacing of a Major League Baseball must have precisely 108 stitches, and the circumference must be between 9 and 9 and a quarter inches. Town Bank. This is your town. This is your bank. Equal housing lender member FDIC. Now, a sports reflection from Town Bank. The recommended interval between marathons is 16 weeks, but in 2006, Dean Carnassus ran one per day in each of the 50 states. Town Bank. This is your town. This is your bank. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. If you're in the market for a brand new or even a used Chevrolet, Dale Mugford of Royal Chevrolet says, come on by and visit. See what they have for you on the lot and inside with their 25,000 square foot air-conditioned indoor showroom. That's right. Up to 60 vehicles inside. Since 1971, they are family-owned by the Mugford family. They take pride in the quality of service and sales that they offer at Royal Chevrolet. And, of course, they have one of the largest vehicle inventories around at Royal Chevrolet. So come by and see why Central Virginia customers keep coming back to Royal Chevrolet. City Dogs voted one of the 10 best hot dog restaurants in Virginia by bestthingsinvirginia.com. Stop by and see for yourself, 1309 West Main Street or 1316 East Cary Street. Raven Simone comes home. So when you look back, it's been 10 years. Oh, I thought it was longer. I felt like it was about 15 and 20. From the Entertainment Tonight newsroom in Hollywood, I'm Nancy O'Dell with the ET Radio Minute. The Disney Channel's That's So Raven first aired in 2003. It was on for four seasons and reached 100 episodes. Back then, star Raven Simone played a psychic teen. Well, now she's back in the new spinoff, Raven's Home, which premiered last Friday. She's all grown up as a fashion designer and single mom of twins. Your motherly instinct has kicked in playing a mom on TV. Has that been weird for you? Weird isn't the right word for me. I love it. I've always wanted to be a mother. I'm still looking forward to that day when I can. Raven's character not only has a new show, but a new style as well. With Raven Baxter on That's a Raven, I wore heels almost every episode. <laughs> 
a girl got smart and stopped wearing heels. So now we have a really fun collection of flat sneakers and also some gems in there from an old co-star of mine, Miss Whoopi Goldberg. She blessed me with some amazing shoes. The 31-year-old worked with Whoopi co-hosting The View before leaving the show to star and executive produce the new series. Annalise Vanderpoel returns to play her bestie, Chelsea, who's also a single mom and comes to live with Raven. This is a dream of ours come true. We had talked about working together maybe four years after that's a Raven ended. Raven's Home airs Sundays on the Disney Channel. From the Entertainment Tonight newsroom in Hollywood, I'm Nancy O'Dell. It's time America honored its police again. I'm Wayne LaPierre with the NRA. Help us back our blue by donating your vehicles to NRA Cars for Freedom, and we'll come pick them up. Donations are tax deductible and will support the NRA Foundation's law enforcement training to active and retired police officers. Help us back our blue. Visit NRACarsforfreedom.com or call 1-866-NRA-GIFT today. If you are behind on your bills, then this message is for you. How would you like to have a large portion of your credit card debt or medical bills forgiven? National Credit Card Relief would like to give you free information on a proven debt forgiveness program. It's not bankruptcy. It's not consolidation. This special program actually wipes clean the portion of your debt that is forgiven. Call for your free forgiveness information now. 800-291-6670. That's 800-291-6670. Don't wait. Call 800-291-6670. Not available in North Dakota. Come to the new fan event, Celebration in the End Zone. Tuesday, August 1st from 5 to 8 p.m. after camp. Visit Celebration in the End Zone on Facebook for ticket info. Here at Redskins training camp, nothing going on right now. The field is quiet. Uh, The press conference is over, so... We are uh, efforting to turning that around. You'll hear Kirk Cousins about 15, 20 minutes or so. And uh, we are scheduled to do our first opponent preview. And we have not heard from our guest yet. Or we are still trying to connect to our guest, uh, John Barchard of uh, Bleeding Green Nation and Sports Radio 94 WIP to uh, talk about the Philadelphia Eagles week one. So I guess that uh, until he joins us, I can do... Uh, some of the Eagles talk here. Oh, how convenient. I, you know, it's almost like excellent. We are ready. Uh, we are doing our opponent previews and uh, to start out the season, week one. It is the Philadelphia Eagles. And joining us now from Sports Radio 94 WIP and BGNRadio.com, John Borcher. John, how's it going? Hey, guys. How are you? Thanks for having me on. No problem, John. Um, well, let's start out. Year two of Carson Wentz. What's the, uh, the the level of optimism surrounding the quarterback in year two? Uh, I, I would say from the fan base, it's, uh, it's really high. Uh, and, you know, usually it's not a great thing to go off for that because everybody wants to be the franchise quarterback, uh, and, and they all want that to succeed and be well. But I got to tell you, just being around a locker room with, uh, you know, the rookies who was obviously already reported, but even just the veterans that have been around this team in OTAs and spring camp. And even Malcolm Jenkins had mentioned it yesterday as all the veterans were kind of checking in. Like they are so relieved that they have this young quarterback that's here to take over and, and be a, a huge part of this, you know, uh, franchise for the next couple of years here. And when you have guys saying like, scoffing at the fact when people try and bring up, you know, is this still kind of, are you just still in rebuilding mode? Are you this? Are you that? And, you know, uh, they all just kind of laugh it off. They're, they're ready to make the playoffs. They're ready to try and go on a run here, you know, and, and rightfully so. Malcolm Jenkins is, is no spring chicken. He's 29. You have Fletcher Cox in his prime. 
just got Timmy Jernigan to hopefully upgrade this defensive line. Sure, they're secondary problems, and yes, we're not exactly sure if the offensive line is going to be able to hold together, but when they're healthy, you have you know one of the best tandems in uh, uh, in, in football with Jason Peters and Lane Johnson, and Lane Johnson being a missing time last year hugely affected everything. I think it, I think it cost them at least at least two wins on that alone. They've upgraded their their wide receiving core. There's a lot of optimism, not just amongst the fans, but I think amongst the team as well, guys. Last year, Carson threw 607 passes. Uh, is there a going to be a concerted effort for more balance this year in the offense? Uh, you would think so. I mean, so they bring in the Garrett Blunt, which was. Uh, a nice little surprise. They've drafted Donnell Pumphrey, who's this nice little, um, you know, I mean, people are going to call him a scat back, but, uh, you know, he's a great runner, man. I mean, he broke a lot of records when he was at school at San Diego State. Obviously, I'm Darren Sproles here and what's more than likely going to be his last year. Uh, and then uh, Wendell Smallwood, who was uh, a fifth-round draft pick last year. So it's a weird running back by committee. I'm personally not a huge fan of those things, but uh, when they're, I think they just need it to be more effective. Obviously, you don't want this guy throwing 660 passes again, um, but if, if he has to, I think they'd be a little more ready for it. Now, I obviously mentioned the wide receivers before. I think a lot of these guys, especially a guy like Pumphrey, and even Wendell Smallwood, uh, and, and Darren Sproles are going to be a humongous part of the passing game here, and I would look for you know, Garrett Blunt, I, I wouldn't say he's ever going to be at that, that lead role, but he'll probably be first up. And I, I'm thinking he's going to be more around the less of 100 to 130 carries. And whoever's got the hot hand after that is, is probably going to roll from there. Uh, they're looking for a little more balance, but honestly, they just need to score more points. I mean, they, they've struggled a lot last year just, uh, you know, move, moving the ball and having a consistent running game and, in the offensive line kind of moved around a lot, too. So I do think you'll see some more bounces toward that, although I'm a little skeptical with, with you know, a West Coast offense that looks a lot like Andy Reid's and Frank Reich, who had some struggles uh, of his own in San Diego when he was doing that and running the football. So we'll have to wait and see. But, I, yeah, I expect it to be a little more effective. To address that passing game, you look at the addition of Alshon Jeffrey kind of completing that receiver group, so to speak. I guess most would say Nelson Aguilar did not have the career so far in his young tenure that people would expect out of him. And you have Jordan Matthews there. So where does this passing game in terms of the groups of receivers sit in the NFC East in your mind? Uh, it's still, uh, as far as where they rank him, I, you know, I think Alshon's in an in immediate upgrade. But, you know, I, I think you could probably make the argument that they're third. Uh, but honestly, I still think even with the upgrades, they're probably still hanging out at, at last. I mean, obviously, even though Washington – has has lost some of their key pieces with Garcon and our old friend Deshaun Jackson there. Um, I I was still pretty high on on who they drafted and Crowder's. I, obviously, they want him to have a bigger role there too. The Giants upgraded; they have one of the best wide receivers in the league. Uh, so does Dallas. And the annoying, as as you guys can probably relate to this, the very annoying Cole Beasley that's around is still very effective. So um, it, it's interesting. But there's, I mean, it's it's going to be a, a fun battle in the NFC East amongst all these teams when. You know, especially if you're if you're talking about uh, the Eagles and their secondary and what they're going to have to cover along with everybody else here, it definitely makes a, a little bit of dent. But you know, you got to also remember too that uh, along with all these struggles, along with Carson Wentz, and I know probably people are sick of hearing it, but it's just the truth. I mean, when you're throwing to guys like Paul Turner and uh, and DGB, who is the second best wide receiver on this team, who got cut and didn't even make it to training camp this year, uh, they're they're huge upgrades. And I think for Alshon Jeffrey. 
Um, uh, you know, obviously there's health concerns there, and what, yeah, and I'm sure some some PED concerns for a lot of fans out there too. But uh, he's looking to make a ton of money. You know, when you turn down a long-term contract from Minnesota to come here on a one-year deal and make fourteen million dollars, that's kind of betting on yourself. You're you're saying, I like where this kid is at. I like this team. I can be the number one guy here. Uh, I can finally dispel like, well, you didn't have that many uh, good games without Brandon Marshall being there. All of that stuff. I think he's really attracted to. Uh, what's what's kind of going on here, and oh, but more or less overall, he knows he can really. He has a really good year, and I expect him to. Our eight hundred four centric listener base is always paying attention to local prospects, and of course, there's one from the University of Richmond on the lo- on the line on the defensive side of things, Winston Craig. What do you think his chances are to make the roster? How do the defensive tackles shape up that will be competing with him in training camp? Yeah, it suddenly went from, uh, and he was a very interesting prospect. I, I really liked a lot of his tape when I went back and looked at it. And it went from, um, you know, there's not much defensive tackle depth to now the Eagles have a whole lot of defensive tackle depth. So I think it's, I think it's a, more on the the slimmer side that he gets there, uh, unless he really sh- shows something. I mean, they they also drafted Elijah Qualls from uh, Washington. Uh, you know, like I said, Timmy Jernigan's here, Fletcher Cox is here. Bo Allen is also was was here in 2014. They draft him. He's dealing with some injuries, but those guys are kind of all going to be in the mix. Not to mention Destiny Viejo and a bunch of other guys that they've already uh, kind of had throughout this process here. So I, I don't expect him to make the football team, but you know, just that's the beauty of training camp when we're going down here. In fact, right now they're going to take the practice field in about 20 minutes. Um, that's that's when you know he's got a, a real big opportunity here to kind of uh, wedge himself in there and prove himself. Um, I think he would be an excellent practice squad candidate, and uh, we'll just have to kind of roll out there because they did sign some UDFAs that you know kind of came and went and, and moved some pieces around. But uh, he's definitely definitely an interesting prospect and a guy I'd love to keep an eye on. But unfortunately for the rich, for the Richmond folks, I don't think he's going to be uh, on the active roster at the start of the year. John Barchard of uh, BGNRadio.com and Sports Radio 94 WIP. Let's talk about the defense. Uh, the front seven should be very fierce, but the secondary is going to probably have some massive issues. What do you think uh, Jim Schwartz is going to do to kind of help his secondary that could be under fire this season? Yeah, and like I said, you know, they, obviously they, they attacked that early. They went and got Derek Barnett, who, uh, you know, by all means, is and it's been kind of set at nauseum already in Philadelphia, but it was. It took the all-time sack leader uh, of Reggie White away uh, from the college record, and you know he's just a very productive, pro-ready uh, pass rusher here. Uh, and despite all those good things, and despite you know, it, it, we were kind of sold those goods last year. And I know that the the Jim Schwartz line of of improving defenses usually happens in year two, and that's pretty much happened everywhere he's gone. But I'm still not sold that this defensive line is all of a sudden going to find itself and flip on the switch and be dominant. I mean, they struggled a little bit trying to find their rhythm, uh, definitely, especially later in the season. But early on, you know, Fletcher Cox was, was a little disappointing. I mean, you're getting stood up by Kyle Long one-on-one against, you know, the Chicago Bears in week two. And there's been times where he's been great the very next week against Pittsburgh. And this has kind of been kind of been a little up and down. Um, you know, the Eagles obviously addressed their secondary and they took a risk with Sidney Jones, football, knowing that, He's not going to be able to play this year. And then they drafted another one in Razul Douglas, who I got to tell you, at this point, has been having a really, really strong camp. Uh, and it, it, I'm, I'm really curious to see what happens when the pads are on because 
he's obviously struggled against guys like Alshon Jeffrey and Camp, and that's expected. Uh, but he's been able to kind of you know hold his own against everybody else in there. And again, that's not saying much if you're <laughs> talking about this Eagles wide receiving core, despite the upgrades. But um, I, I don't think it's going to be as much of a struggle. And I think the Eagles still have a couple of moves left in them here. I don't think they can just roll into the season and just have Rasul Douglas take his lumps, go in with Patrick Robinson, who uh, I've already made the joke by the time he comes down there and plays Washington, it's probably going to be 14 nothing before the team starts if he's starting. So I, I, I think that there is at least one move to be made, whether that's signing somebody or making a trade here to kind of solidify, uh, at least for the few weeks, the first few weeks of the season of a fringe starter uh, or just an outright starter with this with this team here. So I, it is definitely the Achilles heel, but I, uh, it, it really, and you guys already said it, it just comes down to the defensive line and whether the secondary can kind of give them that extra half a second. And if they can and be serviceable, I think that's uh, a dramatic improvement from what's happened last year and honestly guys from the last seven years i mean they this this team hasn't had a starting tandem that's been the same for seven years we need the madness to stop uh, but for you guys it's it's a great thing all right we got about 30 seconds here john we're asking all the beat reporters to join the show about the season win total the eagles have about seven or a half or eight what do you think over or under i'm taking the over i feel uh, i feel good about nine wins and uh and i i think guys that this is this is a, a playoff team. I'm, I'm buying into the fact that Carson will have a, a, a you know, second-year step-up along with Doug Peterson. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the over. I'm going to be a little optimistic and say that they're going to get into the playoffs. John Barchard of Sports Radio 94 WIP, BGNRadio.com. Thank you for joining us. We'll catch up again during the regular season. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. All right, uh, that is John Barchard of uh, Sports Radio 94 WIP. And as we do uh, each time, uh, Andrew and I, and we'll include Henny in this, uh, let's give some picks. So, Andrew, uh, Redskins, Eagles, week one in D.C. I'm going to go ahead and pencil the Redskins in for W. So, Andrew has a win. Henny, what do you think? You already know I'm going with Philadelphia. All right, so Henny's got a loss for the Redskins. Um, I, I am Joe Realist, almost, uh, to the other side to a fault. I, I think the Redskins win week one. I think it's a close game. I think the Eagles' uh, offense struggles a little bit to start, and uh, I think the Redskins start out 1-0. and I mean, I'll just say it now when we get to the in-Philadelphia part. I think the Eagles win that game in Philly, so I think they split. But uh, I think week one, the Redskins get to win against the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, week two tomorrow is the Los Angeles Rams, so we will talk a little LA Rams and Sean McVay after this. El Clasco comes to Miami at uh, Saturday with Real Madrid taking on Barcelona at 7.55. Don't miss any of the action on ESPN, ESPN Deportes, in Spanish on ESPN2, and streaming live on the ESPN app. The Midday Show here at Redskins Training Camp, ESPN 950, 102.7 FM. Live from Washington Redskins Training Camp, this is the Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue Midday Show with Matt and Andrew. On ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. This is Big Al. I'm sitting here with the barbecue baron of the boulevard and West Broad, and that's Buzz from Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue. What kind of ribs do you offer and what's the difference? For Richmond, people prefer the baby back, which mm-hmm. is the comes off the loin side of a pig which is up top along the back when you get a loin boned out you end up with this baby back rib that is just the bones from that loin but we also do spare ribs we also do beef ribs they taste different they have different textures you know we have to have 
something for everybody. You're still, uh, you still spend time stoking the wood and you're behind, behind oh, yeah. people can find you at either location. This is uh, an artisanal process that has been handed down for generations. Two locations in town, as you know, 1119 North Boulevard, 8205 West Broad Street for Puzzle and Real Barbecue. The Redskins and Authors Electric are two of Central Virginia's great traditions. As a major supporter of the Richmond community, Authors Electric is excited to welcome the Skins back for training camp. Since 1923, Authors Electric has been the source for outdoor power equipment, lawnmowers, saws, trimmers, and blowers. Authors carries quality brands like Toro, Snapper, Steel, Echo, Skag, and Billy Goat. Repairs the brands they sell, and they stock Briggs & Stratton, Kohler, Tecumseh, and Kawasaki Parts. Call Authors Electric at 264-2513 or go to Authors Electric. Local scores and the top headlines. Now to the Richmond Sports Center. Here's Mitchell Bradley. It is 12:32 live at Washington Redskins training camp, where the team is done with their morning walkthrough, and we'll be back this afternoon at three o'clock at the Bon Secours Training Center for the second half of the day. Jordan Reed on the pup list, announced yesterday by head coach Jay Gruden. He is joined there by linebacker Houston Bates, safety D'Angelo Hall, and wide receiver Kendall Thompson. We'll hear again from Coach Gruden live this afternoon at 2:45. Listen live on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. Washington Nationals currently in the midst of a matinee early on. The Nats up 2-0 thanks to Bryce Harper's two-run home run. That gives him a 19-game hitting streak and sets a career mark for the slugger. The Washington Nationals are not the only team in action today. The Squirrels in action later today as well. They play at 635 as they open a four-game series at the Diamond versus Erie. John Rothstein of CBS Sports is reporting that Virginia will take on Monmouth November the 19th. It'll be part of the preseason NIT. Former Richmond Spider T.J. Klein playing in Turkey this upcoming season. The 2017 Atlantic 10 Conference Player of the Year averaged 18.5 points and just under eight rebounds per game this past season. You're up to date now on the Richmond Sports Center, 1233, live at Redskins Training Camp. Mitchell Bradley on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. From Town Bank, the lacing of a Major League Baseball must have precisely 108 stitches, and the circumference must be between 9 and 9 and a quarter inches. Town Bank, this is your town, this is your bank. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Now, a sports reflection from Town Bank. The recommended interval between marathons is 16 weeks, but in 2006, Dean Carnassus ran one per day in each of the 50 states. Town Bank, this is your town, this is your bank. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Come to the new fan event celebration in the end zone. Bid on signed Redskins memorabilia and meet team personnel Tuesday, August 1st from 5 to 8 after training camp. Visit Celebration in the End Zone on Facebook for ticket information. Live from Washington Redskins training camp, this is the Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue Midday Show with Matt and Andrew. On ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. You are listening to live exclusive coverage from Washington Redskins Training Camp. On ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. Our coverage is brought to you by Patient First, Lexus of Richmond, and City Dogs Hot Dogs. One of the perks of training camp is always getting out on the field and chatting with some of the NFL players who are here in town with the Washington Redskins. And earlier today, I stepped into a group setting with Sue Cravens who is heading from year one to year two in his career. 
think I'm just a, a more mature player. I think uh, last year I didn't see the big picture. I was more worried about me as an individual making plays, but uh, being in the situation I was in and uh, really going through that season last year, I think it prepared me to be a, a, a true veteran and a, and, a, and a leader on the team. How, how improved can the defense be? Because that was really a big question mark last year. Uh, I think that we've already made improvements. I think we've made moves in the offseason that bettered our defense. I think we have a coaching staff that's going to use every one of their players in any way they can to help benefit the defense. So uh, I think we'll be faster, and I think we'll be more aggressive this year. So when, when in your football career did you zero in on I'm a safety? Probably my junior year of high school. Junior year of high school. I was always the tweener. I was always too big for safety, but too small for linebackers. So I had to pick a position I felt I was most comfortable at, and I was always safety. So, I mean, I, I, I was a five-star safety coming out of high school. So that, that's something I bought into and really wanted to play going into college and the NFL. Why, why, why did you choose to go to safety route, and what's so compelling about I just felt like I was better in the open field. I mm -hmm. felt like uh, being an athlete, I was always able to make a play in the open field instead of uh, just being locked up one-on-one -on -one with an old lineman or being limited to the line of scrimmage. I felt like if I could move around in open space that I would be a little bit more effective. And when you look at it, since your junior year of high school, there have been quite a few players who've come along to kind of redefine the position to not just, you know, I mean, it used to just be a safety, just just don't get deep, yeah. get beat deep and nothing. I mean, just so, what do you think those players have meant in kind of helping shape maybe the attitudes of coaches to understand how to It's big, it's definitely big. And uh, I mean, before when I was coming out, I mean, that wasn't even long ago, maybe two years ago when I was coming out being a, a tweener or being a guy that, you know, not necessarily a safety, but he's not a linebacker either, was a negative and oh, people didn't know where he's going to get drafted. And there was a bunch of guys like that. But now I was looking at the draft this year. You got guys like Jabril Peppers and uh, a lot of guys that are in those you know, spread conferences like the Pac-12 or um, the Big 12 where they play that safety linebacker position. Now it's a positive because the NFL's it's a lot of pass happy and you need linebackers or safeties that can match up in the slot match up in the slot and not be a liability. So it's definitely changed. I mean, the guys that have been playing in college and, and, and performing and the coaches that are putting them at those robber type positions, they're definitely changing the game. So you look at the receivers across the NFC East, I mean, Philly's reloaded, Dez, Odell, all those. What, what do you think when you see just the, the talent level you guys are going to be matched against? Yeah, I mean, I, in my opinion, the NFC East is one of the toughest, if not the toughest conference. And I mean, there's loaded talent everywhere. You got the Eagles. No, people aren't, might not be talking about these. I'm paying close attention to them. They got a crazy receiving core along with my, my guy, Garrett Blunt, over there running the ball now. I like Pumphrey out the backfield. That's going to be their new Darren Sproles. So, I mean, they, they got a lot of talent that people aren't talking about. Giants, their receiver core is ridiculous. They got Ingram at tight end, who's basically a fourth receiver on the field. So, and of course, you have Dallas and, you know, Zeke and that O line is, is ridiculous. It's, 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 it's crazy playing in this conference, but I mean, I wouldn't want to be in any other. How much would you do in the offseason getting ready for those division games and those matchups? Well, you know, I didn't need any more motivation. You know, every two minutes on Bleacher Report, I'm getting an update about Dallas or the <laughs> Eagles or the Giants and never about the Redskins unless it's something negative. So it's all right. I mean, I, I like it. I'm ready for it. And I like being an underdog. And we're just ready and we're working. And we're going to be hungry start of the season. You've got obviously you're changing positions. But just in the big picture, how different is Greg Minuski defense from Joe Barry defense? Um. 
I wouldn't say it's a, it's a lot different. I would just think it's a different attitude. Uh, Greg, he's more of a, I would say, an aggressive guy, and uh, he likes to take his chance, and he's going to live with his, with his results. And uh, Joe B, Joe B's more of a you know, think it through. I wouldn't say conservative, but more of a thought-out plan to things. And you know, Manusk, if he just likes to call, you know, he'll go run this, and then we'll just live with the results. And I think uh, that allows us to play a little bit faster. When you switch, did you approach the coaching staff or did they approach you about No, they approached me and, I mean, I wasn't complaining or doing anything like that. I just wanted to be the best person I could be on the team. And when I got the news I wasn't going to go back to safety, obviously I was excited about it, but um, it's all for the best of the team. If they needed me to move back to linebacker, I, I would have to move back to line. It wouldn't be a, a fight. It wouldn't be a, a headline. It would be me doing my job. So that was uh, Sue, and, Sue and Cravens out the field. Uh, I caught up with some of the tight ends. Niles, Paul, and Vernon Davis were editing that together, and we'll play that for you either during this show or Bob's show because, uh, obviously, Jordan Reed's injury is also another big issue that uh, we had to talk about on the field. I thought it was interesting to hear from Sue about how the position change kind of came about. He said the staff came to him, so that's, that's always good. You never want to be the guy who's approaching the coaching staff in your second year and you're kind of complaining, but it seems like it was a, a positive thing, and Quick PSA for Redskins fans, if you're not aware, Sua, potentially one of the budding superstars in defense, has changed jersey numbers from last year. He was number 36, and now he's 30. So just something to take note of if you come by training camp here in Richmond. Yeah, make sure to print out a roster form so that way you know who the players are. Some of the uh, people here, some of the ambassadors here have them, so you can ask, uh, but some people do not. So, um, you know, just print out a roster form. We actually, today we did not see any uh, enemies here, Andrew. No. Pretty sure we saw all Redskins fans. I didn't hear any chants that we can't say on the air, which means that everybody here. Uh, weirdest jersey you saw today? I really haven't seen too many weird ones. I, I saw a guy who had like a Flava Flav clock, okay. but with the Redskins logo saw on the that. clock. So that was pretty unique. Uh, weirdest one I saw, I think, was McNabb, because McNabb was a Redskin for all of, what, like 10 minutes? Yeah. Um, I'm, we're going to run a contest to see who has the weirdest jersey or the most obscure Redskins jersey. Uh, maybe we'll put a prize attached to it. It's day one, so we're, we're going to hash things out. But uh, I want the most obscure Redskins jersey I could find. I'm still looking for the crowd of Steelers fans. at all. It always seems like there's Steelers well, fans and Cowboys and fans here. Ignorant Cowboys fans. Yeah, there's always some collective of those two groups. Yeah, they usually think that they're okay by coming, and usually it doesn't turn out well. And, eh, Get a little know. ridiculed. Exactly. Uh, 622 is the phone number. 638-9508 is the text line. Tweet me at Matt. You got the score of the Nats game. Uh, relatively important game for the Nats. Uh, it would be nice if they got the victory. Uh, let's take a timeout. Coming up, we will recap what we saw today during the morning walkthrough. We will do some issues and talk a little D.C. sports with George Wallace, WTOP. After this, you're listening to ESPN 950, 102.7 FM. Live from Washington Redskins training camp, this is the Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue Midday Show with Matt and Andrew. On ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. Sam Hunt's throwing a summer house party. 15 and a 30 tour. Tonight, 7 p.m., Veterans United Home Loans Amphitheater at Virginia Beach. Sam Hunt with special guests, Marin Morris. Jansen and Ryan Falazay. Sam Hunt. 
Tonight, 7 p.m., Veterans United Home Loans Amphitheater at Virginia Beach. Tickets on sale now. Buy tickets at LiveNation.com. Part of the Liberty Tax Concert Series, produced by Live Nation. Sam Hunt's 15 and a 30 tour. Herman Allen Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling is now offering a preferred customer program. Receive guaranteed same-day service, no overtime charges for night and weekend emergency calls, no travel fees, and 10% off all services rendered. Preferred Plus will provide convenience, savings, and peace of mind with annual plumbing and HVAC inspections, cleanings, and tune-ups. Give us a call at 804-746-5853 or online at HermanAllenPlumbingInc.com. Herman Allen Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling is a division of Bantams Plumbing and has been serving Central Virginia for more than 50 years. If you're in the market for a brand new or even a used Chevrolet, Dale Mugford of Royal Chevrolet says, come on by and visit. See what they have for you on the lot and inside with their 25,000 square foot air-conditioned indoor showroom. That's right. Up to 60 vehicles inside. Since 1971, they are family-owned by the Mugford family. They take pride in the quality of service and sales that they offer at Royal Chevrolet. And, of course, they have one of the largest vehicle inventories around at Royal Chevrolet. So come by and see them while Central Virginia customers keep coming back to Royal Chevrolet. This is Big Al. I'm sitting here with the barbecue baron of the boulevard and West Broad, and that's Buzz from Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue. You have a great bar area at uh, West Broad location, 8205 West Broad. Oh, yeah. And I know you have uh, 70 different bourbons just about 70 well they're bourbons and american whiskeys i have selected each one of those personally by sampling every single bottle that goes in that one day no 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 it takes a while (laughs) we give you value for your money Uh, there's no other 100 wood cooked barbecue around here when you have somebody who's at the helm who really cares about what goes on and what goes out, cares about his customers, who hasn't changed a process or a recipe since he's been in business. It's that undying, uncompromising spirit that Buzz and Ed's has uh, that will, will never go away as long as I'm here. City Dogs voted one of the 10 best hot dog restaurants in Virginia by bestthingsinvirginia.com. Stop by and see for yourself, 1309 West Main Street or 1316 East Cary Street. Get ready to huddle up. When football season returns, so do the Spiders and the Redskins. Your home for college and NFL football all season. ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. Live from Washington Redskins training camp, this is the Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue Midday Show with Matt and Andrew. On ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. You are listening to live exclusive coverage from Washington Redskins training camp on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. Welcome back. ESPN 950, 102.7 FM. Matt Josephs, Andrew Wallace. And joining us now, uh, the illegitimate brother of uh, Andrew, George Wallace of WTOP. How's it going, George? I'm all right. Yeah, I, didn't, I had no idea. Exactly. The, the weirdest things we learn here. Yeah, exactly. The Wallace Connections. Um. The Jordan Reed news yesterday on the pop list. What was your first reaction when you saw that? Uh, here we go again. No, <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I, I think I was kind of taken. Uh, I was kind of shocked by it. I didn't know. I had no idea that that would even, that that was even an option or had been uh, had talked about or had been out there. And I think a lot of guys really aren't concerned about it. I think uh, you know, as some of Kirk said today, there's still six and a half weeks to the season, and I get it. You want to make sure he's right. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I guess that what would 
be a concern is because it's Reed and the history of his injuries. Which yeah, I think it's normal to you know to think that. Yeah, it's funny. We look at the tight end group, and you got Vernon and Niles, Jeremy Sprinkle. So it's it's like it would be a big loss, but the tight end position seems yeah. like it's well stocked. Yeah, and and Miles Paul was talking about today, uh, that today as well, and uh, with uh, Vernon Davis also. I mean, you saw how well Vernon played last year, and obviously he enjoyed his role here. They trusted him. He's back. Um, and now it's Paul coming back from the injury as well. So, yeah, it is a deep group. Um, and But, you know, to a man, these guys say Jordan Reed's the best tight end in the league. And you, you, Your offense, obviously, is that much better with Reed on the field. Yeah, well, athletically, I mean, he's a freak. We've seen oh, some yeah. of the one-handed grabs he can get. But just look at, I mean, just the red zone alone. I mean, right. I mean, and he's a number one target for on, on any offense. That's why I think, you know, yes, the talk about the, the receivers, but, Jordan Reed is the number one receiver. Let's let's talk about the red zone. We had Chris Thompson on last week, and it was kind of amidst the whole Kirk Cousins buzz. But at the same time, we were also talking to him about the fades in the red zone, how they're going to operate <laughs> in the red zone. And he actually told us that he thought they were going to throw more fades this year. So what do you make of that comment? <laughs> well, I guess when you got a guy like Terrell Pryor and hopefully Josh Doxson, I mean, you know, why not give it a shot? And Jay Gruden likes to joke with us about it as far as, you know, maybe we'll see more of those fades. But, look, I mean, th- this – and I don't have the numbers, you know, in front of me to remember, but the red zone efficiency, I mean, just was not – that's where they struggled last year. So if you get a guy like Breyer and you get a guy like Doxson, uh, and look, Doxson, if, if Doxson's on the field, uh, we know that this – it's like – and able to perform. It's like having a first-round draft pick, right, on the field because we didn't see him last year. And you had a guy like Terrell Pryor, and that's – that, I think, is going to make the red zone that much more uh, effective, especially with those two guys and, and – um, Jordan Reed. Um, let's talk about Kirk Cousins. I think for the first day, maybe, we're going to deal with the questions yep. about the contract and all the players are going to say all the right things. But for the people who think it's going to be a distraction, he did this all last year. Yeah, you're right. And I, and I think that the players know that, too. I mean, and, look, it's Cousins has – he's never let it affect him on the field. or We don't see it anyway, the way he's handled himself with it. Um, where it's going to come up is, you know, like last year with situations – in those, the Panthers game and the Giants game, they had a chance to clinch playoff berth at home, and they didn't. And that's where the situations, that's where it's going to come up as far as the contract is concerned. But I, I think Kirk is, he's at ease with it. I think, yeah, and I guess it's it's one thing to say the right thing, and and do you do you believe him? But for me, I don't know if you guys feel this way. I'm listening to him. I think he's totally at ease with it. I mean, let's not feel sorry for Kirk. He's making twenty four million dollars this year, right? Yeah, he's so figured I, out a good tactic. Yeah, right, he, and he said. Today he says I have never bet on myself. I bet on the system. And look, that's he, he's play, he's he's playing it right. So I don't think it'll be a distraction. And I don't think the players. I don't know if, if Matt, you were in there with me with Josh Norman when he was asked about the um, how much players think about contracts, and he held up a big fat zero. He says, "What are we doing? Like we don't even think about it." So I don't think it'll be a distraction. One of the little pieces that could avalanche and eventually affect a Kirk Cousins deal, but will certainly affect the Redskins, is Maj P. Ryan. I know he's been a huge talking point for us in the Redskins media. I personally am buying, and I normally am not a big buyer. I'm normally a more wait-and-see type of guy. What's your view on Samadre? I'm with you on that. I think I, I think he's going to push uh, Rob Kelly. I think he's going to contribute right away. I mean, I'm anxious to see him out here. We haven't really seen much, obviously, in the OTAs and the um, minicamp, but you know, we'll get a chance to see. And I think that they, I think they think that too, right? I mean, I think they are high on him and I think um, let's be honest too guys I mean Rob Kelly is yes he kind of he vaulted to that spot last year when they they deactivated Matt Jones but Kelly this is he's still 
yeah, he's the starter, and I get Jay's jokes last year. He was about the ninth running back, you know, at this time of year or at this time of camp last year. But I think that um, he's still a kind of a, a question mark, just as Matt Jones was last year going in to replace Salford Morris. So, I, 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 P. Ryan, I'm, I'm anxious to see, and I'm with you on that. I think that he's going to be a big contributor this year. The defense, once again, looks like, on paper, it's going to be good again. But last year we thought it was going to look good on paper, and it struggled at times. Yeah, and, and I think that uh, um, Greg Minuski, uh, Jim Tom Sula. Well, look, Minuski was here. I know that. Tom Sula, I think, is going to be a huge upgrade on that defensive line as far as a coach is concerned. I mean, he's been a head coach, yes, but he just – he just has that fire. You can just tell you want to play for a guy like that. And with Jonathan Allen coming in, uh, was it McIntyre? And, and you know, you're going to have three new starters on the line and possibly five or six maybe on an entire defense. I mean, you know, J uh, DJ Swearinger, I think, is going to be a great addition to that safety position. At Sua Cravens switching to, to safety. Um, Zach Robinson, uh, not Zach Robinson. Zach Brown. Uh, Brown. Yeah. Zach Brown coming in. So I think that they, they, they've added some good pieces there. Big question marks for me is going is to be, can Preston Smith bounce back, right, and have a year and, and start to make the strides that you hope he would by now? And Trent Murphy out four games to start the year is going to hurt. I mean, you know what you get from Ryan Kerrigan. You know you will Compton. But I think that uh, the defense has a chance to be pretty good. Guys, I think, are fired up to play for a Minuski-led defense. I mean, he's been there, but great. He's been in that spot. He's been there for this team. I mean, Minuski and has has been through the war, so they they're gonna go go with him. I'm glad you kind of narrowed it down to the suspension portion of the season because that to me is gonna be really interesting. The Trent suspension part yep. because I'm really intrigued to see if Ryan Anderson and I'll be very forthcoming. I'm an Alabama alum, so I'm very biased towards him in general. I'm okay. interested to see if he's able to actually impact that pass rush and obviously with the Redskins defense, the sooner they can get out to impacting these games the better because if it wears on and on then that's when the doubt comes in yep. and things like that kind of backfire so no, do you think right. that that will be a big draft pick anderson yeah i think so i think that they definitely liked him you can't i mean and as i mean as you know obviously i mean you come from a program like that i mean it's kind of hard not to see that these guys are winners right and they've been they've been there and they they, they hopefully can produce i think they're going to count on him you're right Forgot to mention him before, but yeah, with Murphy being out four games, because that's big. I mean, the schedule's not, you know, you got a Philly team at home, then you go across country, and I mean, you get the Raiders in there, so it's not a, it's not easy to start. That's gonna, you know, I know what people are talking about the, you know, on field stuff and and you know what happened off the field, Scott McLuhan and this and that, but the schedule's not not that easy. I forgot who the fourth game is there, but it's not uh, that easy to start. So we got about one minute. Uh, we're talking with George Wallace of WTOP up in DC. What's your expectations for the season? Vegas has seven and a half wins for the Redskins, which would be around the worst in the division. What's your expectation? The best part about it is I have no idea. I think it, I think there are a lot of question marks. I think they have a chance to be good. I do. I think I, I think you can't replace a, a Deshaun and Pierre, right, as far as 1,000-yard receivers. I think that's going to be tough to do. But, you know, they trusted Crowder last year. He performed. You have Jordan Reed, Terrell Pryor, these guys coming back, Doxson. Uh, you know, I, I think the offense still has a chance to be pretty good. And with a revamped defense, the, the, the unknown part is what I'm looking forward to a lot, to be honest with you. I think they have a chance to be good, pretty, pretty, be pretty good and over 500. I'm right now between eight and nine wins, to be honest. Make sure to follow him on Twitter at GWTOP and check out uh, WTOP when you're up in the D.C. area. And he'll join us several times during training camp. George, thanks for talking to us, and uh, we'll look forward to having you again. I appreciate it. I'll be here. Thanks, George. All right, uh, that's one hour down, one more to go. You're listening to ESPN 950, 102.7 FM.
Live from Washington Redskins training camp, this is the Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue Midday Show with Matt and Andrew. On ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. Come to where the RVA Brewing craze started. Legend Brewing Company. Sit out on the deck and enjoy an urban legend like the Glen Coast Scottish Ale or the Z Dam Summer Seasonal. Check out the brand new Beer and Brat Garden and Sunday Jazz Brunch the first Sunday of each month. Legend Brewing Company is perfect for your next party or gathering indoors or outside on the deck stop in today follow them on facebook or check out legendbrewing.com the brewery that started it all legend brewing company at richmond international airport your travel experience begins with parking get started on a high note in our economy lots where you'll enjoy premium service without the premium price take comfort in our gated on-site parking Relax in our eco-friendly Easy Park shuttles that quietly whisk you to the terminal and back on the house 24-7. When you want to go without the hassle of worrying how to get there, choose the economy lots at Richmond International Airport. Faster, closer, better, more for less. Here at City Dogs, we have created 13 unique hot dogs famous for the cities they originated from. Voted one of the 10 best hot dog restaurants in the state by bestofvirginia.com. Stop by today to try one of our featured dogs, such as... The Richmond Original is the hot dog our city can be proud of. A grilled Thuman's dog topped with chopped onions, tangy mustard, and City Dog's signature chili. City Dogs has two locations in Richmond. Downtown in Shaco Slip at 1316 East Cary Street, and in the fan, 1309 West Main Street. Are you ready to learn hands-on? I'm able to see a piece of equipment and know how it works. I know how it operates and how it feels in my hands. Then you're ready for ECPI University, where graduates say, ECPI has been the best decision I've ever made. Are you ECPI ready? Go to ecpi.edu today to find out more. For important information about the educational debt, earnings, and completion rates of students who attend this program, go to ecpi.edu slash fastfacts. That person driving in the car next to you, do you know who they are? They might look like an everyday Joe, but in reality, they could be a local Geico agent and you'd never even know it. That's right, they're among us. If you don't believe it, take a closer look around you. They're helping people save money on car insurance. And they're not about to stop. To see how much you could save, call 804-934-0222 or visit your local GEICO office on West Broad Street in Richmond. Just announced by our friends at Pearson Honda, home of the good people, 14,001 Hall Street Road, two miles west of 288. Deals too good to beat. How about 0% financing on 2017 Honda Accords? That's right, 0% up to 60 months. This includes the hybrids as well. How about the 2016 Fit? 0.9% for 72 months. How about them apples? Pearson Honda. See the dealer now for details. Make sure you do that. And again, they're located 14,001 Hall Street Road and in PearsonHonda.com on the Internet. Home of the good people, Pearson Honda. Richmond, this is attorney Christian Simpson. Most of you know me as attorney Big Al from 1-800-HURT-123. I know a car accident was definitely not on your summer to-do list. One minute, you're on your way to hang out with friends. The next, you're on the side of the road with a serious injury and no clue as to what to do. Well, here are three things to do right after the accident. First, call the police to get a police report. Second, take pictures of the accident scene and all the vehicles involved. Third, call your lawyer directly from the accident scene. But not just any lawyer, call me, Attorney Big Al at 1-800-HURT-123. That's 1-800-H-U-R-T-123. 
1-800-273-1123. My only goal is to help you get the justice and recovery you deserve. If there's no recovery, there are no fees or costs. No insurance, that's not a problem. I can still help. You've got nothing to lose, so call me day or night, weekends or holidays at 1-800-HURT-123. That's 1-800-HURT-123. I'm located at 1108 East Main Street in Richmond. We've got you. Are you empowered? If not, it's easy to get yourself empowered so you can do more and do it faster with a Bobcat M-Series loader from Bobcat of Richmond and Ashland.